I'm so excited to introduce one of my very special friends, Megan Bradley, uh, to the Star Parent Podcast. Recently, we have coupled together and made our trifecta that much more sweeter with Megan on board as our in-house doula. And she's going to be sharing with us her knowledge as a mom and in her profession. And for this episode, we're going to be talking about homeschooling. And Megan's experience with that, actually, especially with COVID, um, everybody's got an opinion about it. And here's Megan. Thanks for listening. Hello, Megan Bradley. How are you? I'm well, Lorraine. How are you? <laughs> I am grand. I'm grand. It's quite a sunny day right now. And Sparrow just went down for a nap. So I'm enjoying this moment of calm. And you must be enjoying your moments of calm now that your children have gone back to school. They have. Wow. So today on the Star Parent Podcast, we have Megan Bradley. This is actually the second part of a two-part series that we've been re- working on. Back when the pandemic started, a lot of parents were forced to have their children at home. And the schools, some schools imposed, um, you know, some curriculums that p- parents could follow. And some parents did and some parents didn't. And uh, Megan shared with us her experience of homeschooling, and I just wanted to follow up with you about how the homeschooling went for the rest of the year, and how are you feeling now that your children are back in school? Well, I mean, I I am so appreciative that you're willing to that you that you're having this conversation with me because it's something that's not um, discussed enough, and I feel mm-hmm. like I need to give a really huge shout out to all the homeschooling parents out there. Mm-hmm. It's not yes. easy. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I really, I have so much respect for the parents that have done it year after year, even just last year and this year, you know, um, they have reports to fill out, they have lesson plans to give in, they have all sorts of things to do. And then always trying to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Are you stimulating your child enough? Is your child going to learn from this? What do I do when it's like, how, how far do I go in this argument that I'm having with my child trying to make them learn something and they're not getting it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I was really, really, I count myself very lucky. I, I, I'm thinking about it now and I don't want to necessarily say that I homeschooled, but I got to keep my kids home from school. Mm-hmm. So did we do absolutely nothing? Of course not. We had outings. We did this, we did that. We, we had discussions, we played games, we, you know, did all kinds of stuff, but yeah. I had this great schedule it would be great for five kids, not for my one kid that I needed to try and teach some things to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I figured like the most important thing in all of this, and it was a few reminders that were kind of being sent out in general it, by various different platforms that like through all of this time, our mental health is the most important thing that we need yeah. to nurture and respect. And so I thought to myself, like, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stress myself to the point yeah. where it's not going to be fun. Like I want to, I'm just going to hang out with my kids and have a good time. Um, in the year that she's, that both of my kids have been home, they both learned how to read in English, mm-hmm. which, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's actually um, pretty amazing. Uh, I just wanted to, to, to remind you of the time where you came over to my home with your two children this year. And there was a moment in time where both of them were sitting on 
the little green couch, just reading quietly yeah. while we were talking. And I yeah. just remember what's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. and I've, and I've told them like, now that you can read, there's so many more worlds that are about to be opened up to you. Like, mm. this is really exciting stuff. Look at you. Look at you. My children, oh, they're beautiful oh, little thing. They're five and seven. They just turned five and seven this past summer. And they're both reading. Yeah. Which is amazing. Super yeah, amazing. And you're... That I know the five-year-old is also saying by, by rote, by memory, because yeah. he said it so many times. He can, like, quote his Facebook, like, there's no tomorrow, but <laughs> he is also he is also reading amazing so, amazing yeah. and yourself too because you went back to school that's another thing I wanted to talk about um that we didn't actually talk about in the in the first uh episode because you were just I don't remember exactly when I didn't know what I was doing yet yeah I mean, still, exactly I think it could be said that I still don't necessarily know what I'm doing but I'm doing it and I'm taking it day by day and being gentle with myself as much as I can be but I did go back to do some training as a, as a postpartum doula. Amazing. And um, so I'm working with uh, new moms and new families and helping to just nurture and enhance the lessons and the love and all of the, keep it, keep that postpartum period, like a happy, a happy time. It doesn't have to be a stressful, crazy time. Yes. 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 It can be peaceful can be loving and is mm -hmm. yeah. it's really exciting to get started in this new somewhat new and somewhat still um an understood venture kind of thing if that makes sense mm -hmm. it does it does mm -hmm. in the other section uh you had mentioned about the mother's mary community are you mm -hmm. still a part of that and has that helped you with your development I am. I'm. I'm more. I would call myself more of an observer and a and a cheerleader. Um, mm -hmm. Not necessarily one that like uses. They have master classes and they have extra groups that you can you can Book join clubs, yeah. and different yeah things like that. And and they've got a lot of really great things going on. So um, I'm not necessarily actively taking part in every single thing they're doing but I'm mm -hmm. but I'm there and I'm going like yeah girls you've got this you know go ladies go women go in empowerment like this is so empowering it's, it's a really nice thing to see people just helping each other and 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 helping themselves back and we we're just talking about what spiritually meant to you and i was just commenting about um that's like such a personal choice and mm -hmm. the, the choices you made to um consume cannabis and become a part of a community that supported you, that influenced your choice to, um, I guess, for, to, is that, did it influence your choice to homeschool? Um, did, no, no, that was more, um, that was that was a kind of another, uh, a separate subject. Okay. Um, where, but the, I, I will, before we got cut off, I wanted to give the, um, the website is mothersmary.com. For anybody oh. that would like to look into it, uh, yes, mothersmary.com. And they I'll also put have it a link. Amazing. Yeah. I'll put it in the link for the with your episode um, that people can just click on. So in regards to spiritual parenting, and I mm. guess would be spiritual homeschooling. So the way you, I think what I was trying to do is draw this parallel on this journey that you were on 
to becoming mm. the person you are right now. And I believe this, the group that you joined um, for Mother's Mary for the, with cannabis users, that gave you, you said, a validation and this confidence for you to, to I guess, branch out in the way you express yourself in a spiritual way. And now you seem very confident within yourself as a parent. And I'm asking the question of how that influences your technique in schooling your children, because we are on the brink right now of a social emotional shift in our curriculum in schools. I'm believing and I'm believing so I'm praying that people are starting to understand how much social emotional development is key with young children. Yeah. And now that you're schooling, there's, well, we all, not everybody listens to the news. My partner listens to the news. So I hear these stories. There's so many stories about children being at home uh, for long periods of time and and uh during covid and being abused uh and and maybe people are losing their shit and it's really so so like homeschooling now after being a massage therapist you know working in a community center uh doing camps now your whole life is shifted tell us about that Oh boy. Um, okay. Well, we decided, <laughs> we decided, um, because, because there just wasn't enough information out there. My husband is still working from home. Like he's in the basement right now. Um, our kids, like we spent the summer, it was my first summer not running a camp, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. But, um, we realized that, uh, I'm home. I'm home. Don't have a job to go to right now. Mm-hmm. My husband's working, so we're able to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very grateful. Why would we add two more names to the list of the ro- to the roster of school mm-hmm. of m- two more bodies that they have to worry about, two more masks they have to keep on their mm-hmm. face, two more mm-hmm. ugh, kids full of anxiety of what is happening in the world right mm-hmm. now, and so. I figured, look, we're not immunocompromised. It's not that we're scared, quote unquote. Um, But it was more just like, we have the means, we have the space, and we have the desire to do it. Yeah, that's key. And and they're four and six. We're still, we're grateful that they still want us around. (laughs) Right? (laughs) They're still at the age where we're their best friends. And they're like, yeah, let's stay home with mom. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, come play tag. Mommy, come play hide and seek. Yeah. And so, and because like I've kind of fallen into a bit of a, a crack in the in the works. Um, because my daughter turned six after July first, mm-hmm. we're not officially being followed by the ministry. Oh. Because she was not six on July first, twenty twenty. She turned six in August. Ugh. So I went through all of these phone calls and questions. Look, I'm trying to make life easier for the school, mm-hmm. for the school. I'm trying to make it easier. But according to this one line, I don't have to officially make any reports or anything. I need to know. I need to know what kind of stress, you know? Yeah. And so so it took them a few months. They had a lot of applicants. They had a lot of learning plans to go through and, and people to follow, which I totally understand. Mm-hmm. And so right before the holidays, I got an email saying, we're not actually going to be following you this year. Bye. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, uh, great. So that kind of made me feel frustrated at first because I felt like I had been doing all of this 
for nothing, but it wasn't for nothing. I was like, I'm still going to keep teaching her stuff, yeah. but it took the pressure. I realized it took the pressure off because I don't need to show them, look, I promise she's falling into the cookie cutter that you want her to become. Mm-hmm. I'm able to say, Hey, we want a PJ day. Let's do it. Right. We want to go to the park. Let's do it. Oh, we should probably do some work in our workbook. Just, just for the sake of it. But also there's, you know, there's certain things that I've managed to find. Um, it's, it's just the presence. It's the presence with them. It's the checking on them and also the leaving them alone. Mm. Guys. Yes. I always say that to Martin, Mommy? let them get bored. Yeah. Please just let them right? get bored. It's oh my so God. Important. I love it. Mommy, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm like, good. Yeah. What? What? I'm like, that means your brain is going to figure something out oh. to make you do something fun. So oh, good. Enjoy being bored. Do it. Go be bored. <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, okay. So the idea that I've left them alone a lot, mm-hmm. not, not like all, all yeah. the time, but I've given them space where I'm like, I'm going to work on my puzzle. Mm-hmm. If you want to work on my puzzle with me, you're more than welcome. If you want to go and play with your blocks, your Lego, drawing you can they they love the how to draw tutorials on youtube like my the four-year-old is even doing them um and then there's also um i've also found things to help me teach them and one of them is actually an app called reading eggs okay where where they're able to like sit and play you know little games and stuff where they're learning how to read and that's great too because it doesn't have to be like one thing that i really learned Feel free to cut me off. I'm no, going too long. No worries. One, so thing, good. <laughs> You're, one it, thing that I really, really learned yeah. is the one-on-one teaching is really, really hard. Yeah. Especially when it's your own kid. Thank you. <laughs> you're like, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm, you're like, I'm watching you yeah. stop yourself. Yeah. I'm watching you wait for me to do it for you because <laughs> I'm getting pissed off <laughs> there's a big difference when you said earlier about your home you have the space you have the desire i was like oh that's so key to schooling your own i was at the park today and i was listening to a parent talk about um, gathering their children to get ready to leave so that they can get home and have food and prepare for the evening because they have school tomorrow and then i kept thinking it was Wow, I guess with homeschooling, you can make your own schedule. It's kind of a really great benefit um, for those who like to make their own schedules. Let's get back to Megan. Hi. Hi, Megan. When you said that you guys have the space, your home, and you have the desire to homeschool your children. Yeah. That's what it really triggered me there because that's one of the things that I was talking with Martin about when I was telling, cause I have a, you know, I had a home daycare and part of the, you know, our, our agreement was that Sparrow was going to be with me. And I had a lot of anxiety because I know myself. I'm a great educator. I am so good at what I do. I love what I do, but it's so different than being a parent. And oh my God. I, it's ridiculous. You know, it, I was Sparrow was about four or five months old. And I remember walking back and forth with him in the hallway and I was staring in the, w- in the mirror and I was looking at myself and my body. And I said to myself, I'm just going to be a mom to you because I can't be an educator and a mom. 
it's too hard because we really fit emotionally. I, I disengage when I'm working with some children, with, with children, because I don't need to have that bonding emotional connection that mothers and parents, fathers have with their children. And you all, you I'm breastfeeding right now. So Mm -hmm. it triggers me when um, he's in distress, like my body reacts. So it physically pains me. So I was, so when you said that about, it is hard one-on-one homeschooling with their child, because if you're, if you're the parent and the teacher, that's like, that's a profession right there. That's a craft. The parent wants to punch the teacher and the teacher wants to punch the parent. And you're like, but it's all me. (laughs) And then they say, go drink a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) no I don't really want that so no one thing because especially I had my kids at camp right I had my Mm. babies they were called camp babies because literally I was pregnant and left camp in the middle of the summer to go have them oh wow (laughs) when they started joining camp they'd come like every Friday as babies but I was literally like I can't get this kid out of my face right now (laughs) like I have work to do and you have so many people to entertain you go be entertained this is literally why I brought you here is to not be hanging off of me and and I felt like a lot of oh my god heightened emotion we'll call it okay So, mm. so when it was just me, like at one point I tried to get my neighbor in on it and I was like I could probably teach if I have a group of three kids I could probably okay. do it because they would mm. work off each other And I could say, like, you know, I even said to my daughter, I was, like, trying to really set it up. Like, when I'm your teacher, I'm your teacher. And you can call me Miss Mama. That's fine. (laughs) Miss Mama. Mama. I I think I want to call you Miss Mama. Right? (laughs) I had had a schedule set out. It was going to be great. And then I realized about, like, even just three weeks in, I was like, this schedule is for a group of kids, (laughs) not just one child. Yeah. Yeah. What's and, a myth about uh, homeschooling? Oh, What's one myth that you would say, think myth. about? That, that it makes weird kids. That, like, <sighs> it's only for weird kids. Mm. I think that's such a sad one. Yeah. Um, because, look, let's be honest. Like, yeah, I'll turn on the TV sometimes. Yeah. Probably more often than I should. Probably, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's not perfect. But you know what? I also true. recognize that if I'm turning on the TV... You're going to learn etiquette around the TV. You are going to learn that when someone else walks into the room, you're going to pay attention to them. You're going to learn that it's not always your choice of what you get to watch. You're going to learn. You're going to watch in French. (laughs) I love you. You're going to watch in French. You're going to watch math. You're going to learn shit if you're watching something. (laughs) You know, and they're like, yeah, okay. And then they come in. Mommy, look, I learned this and I learned this and I learned this. And I'm like, that's amazing and I celebrate I celebrate with them you know but yeah the myth of homeschooling like yeah the tv's on all day or or it's just but you know what what I'm seeing more and more especially like you know there are a couple of Facebook groups and and with more and more people homeschooling these days like there are moms (laughs) that have their kids outside all day yeah I I would probably be one of those moms and I I love that I live like, you know, two blocks away from the highway. So my neighborhood is not that nice to like wander around in and get lost in. But like, even in my backyard, I have like a, a bush, a large bush at the end. And my kids call it the enchanted forest. 
I think uh, that's so cute. Yeah, you have a nice little cul-de-sac though. I remember going to your place and it's quiet there. Yeah. So it's like let's which yeah. is which is very very uh they're fortunate because sometimes exactly. their children are not able to play in the streets. Exactly. Well, that's so, awesome. So yeah, so there's there's a lot of um a lot of myths that I feel like these days are really going to be um pulled away because Just, yeah. because the education system wants us to really become like like our parents, you know, they want us to be in a career for 40 years and, you know, mm-hmm. pay into the system and pay your taxes and we won't bother you. It's like but that's not what the world is becoming. The world is becoming a, a place where like, no, we live by love. We have to, we have to live with love and we have to yes. do what we love and feel good about getting up out of bed in the morning. And if you don't feel good about getting up, then there's a problem and we need to discuss it. You can't just hide it away and you can't hide away because that's not going to make anything better, you know? Right. So, Yeah. Uh- Megan, thank you for this. This is just so wonderful. The advice, I didn't even have to ask you any questions. You just flowed like a queen. It was beautiful. Ah. All this, it was beautiful. Thank you so much. Like, Wow, this recording was a challenge. Up north in the woods, reception wasn't the greatest, but we managed to get through. One of the things I wanted to mention was the importance of reading and math when we're homeschooling our children. A lot of experts will say, you know, yeah, you do your own thing, go on your own schedule, make things flexible, be creative as you need. You don't necessarily need a lot of materials, but from just my experience, especially with older children, taking some time every day to focus on reading and math is definitely beneficial for their long-term development. Thank you so much for listening and let's get back to Megan. I figured it out. I have to walk in alignment with this tree that's right in front of the chalet. Anytime I go left or right, it clicks off. But as soon as I'm I'm walking in line with this tree, it stays. So I'm like, okay. You know what? You know what? That's the universe is telling you that we need to stay grounded and stay in our roots. Yes. Absolutely. And and maybe hug a tree at some point today. Yeah. (laughs) Besides a big hug when you're done. I I probably will actually. There's a nice little um uh I don't know what we call uh thermo- not thermometer but like the the thing that thermometer the one that tells the temperature for outside. What's it called again? Thermometer. Anyway, yeah. It, yeah, it's got a face on it and it's quite beautiful and it reminds me of um Martin's aunt that uh, this used to be her chalet and oh, then wow. when she passed they sold it. Um, and one day Martin's father was coming from Quebec city and decided to drive by the chalet just to see it and saw that it was up for sale and they, uh, he just purchased it right away and they put it back in their name. They restored everything. So there's this picture on the tree that looks just like her. And whenever I look at her, it brings a warmth to my heart. So if I'm in alignment with this tree, right. the connection stays. So, she's like, she's like, stay, stay with me. Just yeah, exactly. I so, love it. Exactly. So, so spiritual in itself. The connecting of the other worlds. I'm, I'm super into that too. That's amazing. Uh, me too. Um, one of my friends uh, does um, like connections with ancestry and past lives and whatnot, oh, and it's quite cool. cool. It didn't work for me. I actually fell asleep. But she said that was part of my blockage and that I would uh, over, slowly overcome that. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, 
But Megan, I just wanted to say thank you again for taking the time. I know your schedule is is uh, is flexible, but at the same time, when it's your time, really, it's your time. So thank you for taking some of your time with me. And Aww, I just thank wanted- you for thinking of me. I really, really appreciate it, and I hope uh, I hope I can join again. I'd love to. Yes. I would love for you to come back on. I love your attitude, your energy, your vibrance. You just, you make me smile and, and, and just make, make my day. So thank you so much. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. It, it brings me pleasure to be doing this. I've been wanting to do something like this for a long time. And I just ask you, you know, what does spiritual parenting mean to you? And just whatever it is, just seek it, ask for it, and do whatever makes you shine as a star parent. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. I'd just like to say thank you to our new Instagram followers. It makes a huge difference when you show us support. Feel free to make comments and send us messages with your questions. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.